in the name of the cobra and vulture thank you for following the persian magi a secret program coming to you from iran we hope that our programs can give you a new religious insight please introduce us to your friends in facebook and twitter cave of the jinn we said that the god is a girl who is a jinn or genie living in the underworld to meet her well the best way is to step down to the underground. The deeper, the better. But for mankind, it is hard to go down in the earth. Therefore, caves are the best places agreed by both sides as the meeting place between God and man. Therefore, according to the Magi tradition, anyone who wants to hear a voice should go there and stay for long. Now we can call it a cave challenge. Just before the Iron Age, the worshippers of Jinn lived on earth who had lots of abilities which are unbelievable to the mankind. I think the most important difference between man and Jinn is that they never change nature for development, rather they evolve themselves. This means if you want to fly, try to have wings, not to make an airplane and ride it. If you want to be fast, run really fast, and so on. This made genies to evolve themselves to a degree that lots of mankind worshipped them. The genie worshippers were called Gentiles. Gentiles are the real gentlemen because they followed ethical rules against their enemies. A Gentile never uses treason, doesn't poison his opponent, doesn't stab from back, doesn't send soldiers forward to be killed on his behalf, and so on. These are the rules of the Gentiles. That's why those few people who still respect these rules are called gentlemen. In fact, these are the rules of the jinn. According to the tradition, if you want to meet the jinn, you must go to a cave because jinn has deep problems with metals, iron, electricity, barbed wires, and all such elements of modern life, while jinn, as plural name, have been cave dwellers from the beginning. In a first sequence of 1976 film, The Message about the life of Muhammad, directed by Mustafa Akkad, Abdul Muttalib, who is Muhammad's grandpa, is searching for him. And his wife says, again, he has gone to the cave from several days ago and not returned yet. Then Abdul Muttalib looks towards the Noor mountain, meaning light of Mecca, and tries to locate the place of Hera cave, because cave is the womb of Hera or Hor. Then the camera goes from his eye to the threshold of the cave, then inside the darkness of the cave, just in the moment that Gabriel, in Arabic, Jebrail, is telling his first words to Muhammad, which is, meaning read 
in the name of your Rabb, who created, created mankind from coagulated blood. Muhammad frequents the cave, meaning he was a cave challenger. One who follows this tradition apparently is not scared of snakes because the cave, especially in the arid desert of Arabia, is the home of most poisonous snakes and reptiles too. If you are friendly with them, that is with the nature, when you are there, just feel comfortable and sleep because in the cave you are in mother's womb and mother is earth. Basically, to stay in caves, especially in dry and hot deserts for several nights, is a challenge that tests the following. 1. Will the snake kill you? If they don't, it means you are friends with earth. The challenge is not to stay and stop running away when you see the venomous snakes and reptiles. The challenge is to sleep with them all night or nights. Two, are you scared of jinn or not? If not, then you are friends with them because the deserts of Arabia, generally near East, are replete with the jinn and caves where they abode. Therefore, when you stay in a cave, it means you have participated in the jinn party. Essentially, if jinn had any problem with snakes and scorpions, they wouldn't become cave dwellers. They have been pushed back by civilization of the present world. Three, are you scared of ghosts? Because ghosts, are easier than jinn to handle. But if you can stay with them, you can access some very accurate information about the religion before it was distorted. Basically, to go to cave means I want to become a jinn or I am a jinn. Four, do you have a problem with absolute darkness? Put yourself in that situation. You are in the cave at midnight, you see absolutely nothing, and you have just trusted your body to jinn and snake and whatever comes forward. You will not jump and run away if you hear something because you are there to hear the voice in the first place. All and Hazrat. Until the 7th century, when Islam appeared in Mecca, lots of Gentiles were still there and therefore the clans of demons had the possibility for a new reincarnation. We had talked about all before. All is a complete family of demons where there is God who is female Jinn in the center and four demons who are male around it. This is shown by a hand with five fingers showing the five members of all in which the middle finger is Allah or the girl just like I in the Turkish is moon all is a Turkish name meaning hand it is also pronounced El El therefore El or all is the middle finger nowadays it is used as an insult and it is called five finger this name is not wrong because the female god is a whore and the word fuck itself comes from pak or paga which is the female cow. 
Please see our program, God is Kyle Devil. The name of the second and longest chapter or surah of Quran is Baqarah, meaning female cow. And Baq of Baqarah is again from Pak or Fak, the female cow, who is Her Highness the Primordial Whore. Therefore, it is not wrong that the middle finger is called fat finger. What is wrong is the contemporary implication that people think it is bad and they use it to convey insult. Otherwise, it means God, a.k.a. Hazrat. Actually, this all is the extended body or conflated figure of the central character who is the God or girl. Not only she is all by herself, but also the whole family of five together make her. Therefore, the whole hand too is called all. That's why all or al means hand. By the way, you can also use your hand to resemble a cobra snake with a stretched hood just before she attacks. In Islamic tradition, a saint or any saint is called Hazrat. This word which is the highest possible religious rank and has a connotation of godliness is a female adjective remaining from the ancient Egyptian religion. But now Muslims are using it for all male figures too because the religion is lost. In ancient Egypt, just like Arabic, the T in the end is used to indicate feminine just like Vedjat and Nechbet, who are the guardians of the lower and upper Egypt from the pre-dynastic time, both female. And Ha, in the beginning of Hazrat, is the Hebrew definite article, which at that time was kind of lingua franca. Therefore, only Zar remains as the main part, and we will discuss that Zar is the essence of time, Zurvan, that she keeps it in her womb. When you look at the word ZR, it is the middle of the womb, like a clock. We will continue our discussion about the Cobra Snake religion of Islam in the second part. Thank you for watching. Please subscribe and push the bell to get notified.